From the brains behind Teal the Show, this is Teal the Podcast, your source for Jaguars news and analysis with NFL insider Mark Brunel and your host, Cole Pepper. We welcome you into Teal the Podcast. A little different format today because of everything that happened with Jalen Ramsey and the trade speculation. That information came out just before we went on the air with the Mark Brunel Show on Monday on CW17. So we're going to take segments from that show as well as uh, Mark's interview with Gardner Minshew from that show. Uh, And it'll give you sort of both sides of things. One, the hopeful side of the Jaguars with Gardner Minshew. And the other, I think the uh, side that's creating uh, as much concern and maybe division among Jaguars fans, I've seen a lot of uh, two different sides of this conversation. One basically backing Ramsey, one not backing Ramsey. Uh, And it's interesting to see how some people are interpreting those who are backing Ramsey. Um, Seems like in general, it's a younger set backing the player. And in general, seems like it's an older set uh, saying, hey, listen, if you don't want to be here, Go on, and we'll get Mark's thoughts on that as well as from Jeff Prosser at 1010XL here in just a bit. But first, let's bring you our conversation about Jalen Ramsey and the request to be traded coming on the heels of his explosion on the sidelines with Doug Marone on Sunday in Houston. Mark, let's get right into it. This late-breaking news, uh, a number of reports, including Adam Schefter, Chris Morton, City ESPN, saying that Jalen Ramsey wants to be traded and the teams have had conversations with the Jaguars. First, your reaction to Jalen Ramsey potentially being on his way out of Jackson. You know, Cole, it really is a surprise. Obviously, there's some dysfunction going on, you know, in that locker room right now. Jalen Ramsey clearly upset last or yesterday uh, with Doug Marone. Um, this could not come at a worse time. This is a distraction that this team simply can't afford right now. And it's, it's very disappointing, and, and you see it right there. This should never happen, but it's happening with our, with our star cornerback. You know, we have seen at times in the past some disagreements on sidelines in the National Football League, but the one thing that really got me was this point of it. As Marone came over, Ramsey kind of fired at him, and Ronnie Harrison had to separate the two. That's a really bad look, and I don't think this is the one and only time where you've had some friction between the head coach and your most talented player. Yeah, there clearly is friction there, and, and the question is, if, if Jalen Ramsey stays on as a Jaguar, if he doesn't get traded, will this only continue? You know, you, most people would say, we can't afford to lose Jalen Ramsey. He's one of the best, maybe the best in the NFL, certainly the best defensive player, but my question is, can we afford to keep him? If he's a problem in the locker room, if there's, if there's some, uh, a rift between he and the head coach, that creates problems for everybody in that locker room. Again, a distraction that this team can't afford at 0-2 this early in the season. Yeah, and a big game coming up on Thursday as the Jaguars take on the Tennessee Titans, the first home primetime game in four years, and a game the Jaguars must win. There have only been six teams in the last 30 years who have started 0-3 and gone on to make the playoffs. Mark, when this happens this early in the season, coming on the heels of what happened in Houston yesterday, boy, does it get your attention. It can't just be about that one incident. It's got to be a bigger thing if Jalen Ramsey now wants out. You, you would think it would, it, it, uh, it, it's bigger than just that one moment that we saw yesterday you know, on the sidelines. But I will say, Cole, this does happen. This isn't the first time a head coach and a player have gotten into it, that have, that have you know, had a conflict on the field and, and uh, 
visible to the fans, the media, and everybody, and, and you see it right there. It's unfortunate. It happens. But for him to come out, he and his agent to come out and say, you know what, you know, maybe we want to play football elsewhere, that is what's shocking about it. You, you hope that they can work this out, come to an agreement, sit down face-to-face, -face, work out their problems, and go forward. Perhaps they're at the point where that's, that's not likely. You know, you start talking about how important a lockdown corner can be in the National Football League, how valuable a lockdown corner can be in the National Football League. You know, quarterback, tough to find. Left tackle, tough to find. Pass rusher, tough to find. Cornerback, though, right in that uh, sphere as well in terms of difficult to find a guy of Jalen Ramsey's talent and production. What's he worth right now? Well, he's, he's, he's the best corner in the NFL, perhaps you know, one of the top five defensive players in the NFL. And for this to happen, to, to potentially lose a player like this uh, would be devastating. You know, I, I, just, I just think that you really can't afford to lose a player like this, especially where the team is sitting right now. But some might ask, can you afford to keep him if he's that much of a problem, if, the, if he's that big of a distraction, uh, is this something that will continue? And if it does, it could create even more problems down the road. We'll see about a trade potentially. If that happens this week before the Jaguars play the Titans, boy, talk about having to make some adjustments mid-stride. Yeah, there's no question. And, and I've always believed this, Cole, and this may rub some people wrong, but if a player doesn't want to be on a team within an organization, then that player should go. If he really doesn't want to wear the teal and black, if he doesn't want to be a Jaguar, let's, let's – Give him his wishes. I know a lot of people don't like that because he is such a good player. This is a different, this is a different animal. But if he doesn't want to be here, then make the trade. Go forward, and I, I think the Jaguars will be just fine. It's a solid defense. We'd love to have Jalen Ramsey, but if you don't want to be here, Jalen, then go find a team that does want you, and it's just unfortunate. It creates so many problems right now. Miles Jack can't afford that. Gardner Minshew can't afford that. Clayus Campbell can't afford that. They're trying to win a football game, and this is so counterproductive to what they're trying to accomplish this season. It's, it's, it's very harmful to this football team. Let's welcome in the middle linebacker, Miles Jack, who's here. All right, Miles. Uh, this a is better week for you this week. Way better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't have to ask about what happened with yeah. you on the field, but uh, we do have to ask you about this Jalen Ramsey news, uh, right. uh, as big of a bombshell for you as it has been for us? Yeah, I mean, I, I took my, my, my normal off-day nap and woke up to that to Bleacher Report. So um, it's, it's definitely a shock. And, um, you know, I, I, me personally, I hope we don't trade him. I hope we ask for so much that we don't trade him. But, I mean, I understand, like he said, um, players have their reasons that they want to leave. And um, that's, that's a personal thing that I can't really speak on. So Is that a distraction for you guys right now? Is your, you know, your, your game is, is, is Thursday night. Right. Is this in all likelihood a, a, a situation where it just distracts from what you're trying to accomplish? I mean, obviously you want to say no, but, I mean, it's, it's up in the air. It's On everybody's in the mind. Room. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's, it's something that we'll think about, and obviously we'll talk about it in the locker room, and it, it'll, it'll be, a, you know, something that we'll talk about. But at the end of the day, like you said, we got a game on Thursday, so we got to ride. We are joined here on our Monday Roundtable by Jeff Prosser, 1010XL. You hear him in the morning. You see him here with us from He's time everywhere. to time. He's everywhere. Prosser I got my shows. headband. Prosser I didn't know we were allowed to wear headbands. Yeah, you could have got a headband. Yeah. yeah. Could have gone. <laughs> Prosser-mania. Yeah, uh, Listen, Prosser shows up, and the Jaguars are now going to trade their most talented Oof. player. What in the world, Jeff? Wow. Right? 
Nothing happened today, huh? Nothing. No I, news. You know, I, I'm surprised. I, I'm sure everyone is, right? It's a blockbuster to get laid on. Yeah, I'm wondering if this is going to be something that will be smoothed out at some point. You would have thought the way things simmered after the game yesterday that if we could get a couple more days to simmer, could get back on track. But I, I will say this. In the history, Pep, of sports, whether it's NFL, NBA, when, when a guy requests a trade, it, it may not be today or tomorrow. That guy's usually not playing for you in two or three years. So yeah. that, to me, is the big picture concern. Yeah. Signals the beginning of the end in uh, likelihood. You talk about the way that this preseason began with Jalen rolling up with a Brinks truck, yeah. uh, set a certain tone, and you wonder if some of this as well is about, well, if I'm going to sign a long-term deal, I don't want to do it in a situation where a coach might be there that I'm on the same page with. Well, that's the league, though, right, Mark? I yeah. mean, uh, here today, gone tomorrow. I look at this football team two years ago. They look like they're going to be a contender, you know, in the AFC for years to come. So, I mean, if you play a game based on who you think the coach might be or what might fit you, I'm not sure if that's ever going to work. Look, the thing with Jalen is this. You know he's temperamental. Yep. He, he needs to create the chaos around him, I think, to thrive. Yesterday is a perfect example. You couldn't have a more visible – mistake and I think that confronting your head coach in front of everyone is absolutely a mistake. yet could you play any better right I mean a lot of guys have that happen in that situation and they're in the tank for three hours let me ask you if a player does not want to be with an organization do you grant him that wish even though it's Jalen Ramsey even though he's one of the best players in the NFL do you let him have what he wants in this situation? Well, wow, that's above my pay grade, Mark. I, um, I'll just let it go. I, no, I, don't know if, I don't know if you have a choice in right. today's day and age, and you have to also balance the little bit longer-term future. Jalen's up for a contract. I mean, I, I don't expect without said contract he's going to be playing football this time next year, even under contract. So you have a lot of factors you're balancing. and you, you, I mean, if you do trade Jalen Ramsey, who – Pound for pound, talent-wise, as good as anybody's ever played here, then you better get a whole lot in return. I so the other that. thing that it does, potentially, if the trade is handled right, you don't have the big salary cap impact of a lot of money accelerating into the Jaguars' cap, if you trade Jalen Ramsey, it may allow you to get that deal done with Gunny Kingakwe. So there may be, and this may be one of those one or the other situations, the Jaguars weren't ready to get a deal done with Ngakwe Maybe this frees something up. We'll have to see how the numbers might shake out, but that could be a, a ramification of making a deal of this magnitude. I, it, it's hard to find right now, sitting here, it's hard to find a win-win here. You're going to lose a really good player. The way that you can balance it best you can is what are you going to get in return and what's the best timeline for that. But to go back to the beginning, when you lodge the official trade re request, you, know, you don't see that guy in town two or three years later. You know, whether it's – this week or before this year's trade de deadline, then I, I think you got to be smart business-wise. How does this affect this 0-2 team right now with the game in just a few days? I, look, it can't be good, can it? I mean, we heard Miles say, I can sit here and tell you it's not a distraction. Of course it is, especially in a short week, and that's what's disappointing. It, it's way early. If you know you're unhappy somewhere and you might be requesting a trade, I don't know, how about June? How about July? Right. How about December? It's throwing it at these guys and the fan base and, you know, three days before your, your funnest game of the year, if not your biggest, that was a selfish move, I think, on, on, in the way that it came out and when it came out. We also had on the Mark Brunel Show, Miles Jack, of course, and he brought Gardner Minshew with him, a guy who really has become 
the most popular Jaguar suddenly. He's the uh, man of the moment. A couple of scoring drives in the fourth quarter as the Jaguars were behind, led him to a field goal drive and a touchdown drive. Was not given the opportunity to make a play in the two-point conversion, uh, as you know. But uh, interesting personality and a guy who I think has really captured the attention not only of Jaguars fans in Jacksonville, but of folks around the National Football League. Gardner Minshew is here. Gardner, let me ask you about this. What has this last week been like for you since you had your first NFL start and preparing for all that and going through everything you did with the, uh, the fourth quarter comeback? Yeah, it was crazy. You know, you always go in, you know, preparing to play, you know, thinking, hey, I might play. But then, you know, Nick goes down and like, oh, wait, now I, I'm, I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, just going in, trying to, you know, give us the best chance to win as I can and, um, you know, trying to get better each week. Well, it occurs to me we have the Jaguars quarterback on offense and the quarterback of the defense right here. So, Miles, give me give me a read on the rookie here oh, on the defensive side. What, what do you think of this guy? Um, for us, it's, it's truly inspiring, you know, just to see him go out there giving everything he's got. We understand, you know, he's young. He's figuring things out. But at the end of the day, he's giving us a chance. He's doing the best he can. So we know as long as we put them in the best position, keep the field position manageable, we feel like he can get the job done. And on Sunday, we saw that he's more than capable of doing what he's supposed to do. Gardner, you know how good it is to have a defense like, like this on the other side of the ball, right? Absolutely. No, it's, it's nothing <laughs> it's like It's a quarterback's yeah. best friend to have a great defense, and you got it. No you doubt got about it. it. You, at Washington State, you were, it was the air raid offense, and Mike Leach and the, the mad genius that he is, and uh, you guys were throwing the ball all over the place. How much of a different mindset do you have to take into a game when you do have a defense like the Jaguars have this year? Yeah, and just in the NFL in general, field position is a big thing. Where in college, we're just trying to get possessions and try to just touch the ball as much as we can because we think we're going to go score. Uh, you know, so it definitely changes your uh, mindset a little bit. And, you know, there's a lot of trust there that we're putting on our defense to go get the job done, and they have. I think the big question on everybody's mind is, are you keeping the mustache? <laughs> are you going with it? <laughs> You're not getting pressure to shave it or to do anything. You're sticking with it, right? Absolutely. It's here to stay. It, yeah. it actually, I, I don't even call the shots anymore. It calls the shots. Okay, so, so, so the mustache is staying, but is there any chance we can see this? Is there any chance we can see this next road trip maybe? Man, I don't know about the next one, but uh, maybe down the road we'll get, we'll get something like that going again. I bet you we can get a teal, you know, something That's like what this. That's I'm saying. We need some teal and black, yeah. and we'll we be We would all, all right. really love to see oh, this, by the way. Like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's a good look. Right? That That's a good look. That is absolutely <laughs> awesome right there. I love that. Listen, Miles, uh, defense is known as having some swagger. Right. Guys on defense, is this a quarterback with some swagger? Absolutely, without a doubt, man. I mean, from, from head to toe, you know what I mean? The way he carries himself on the field. I mean, you see the wardrobe, the headband. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing but swag, so he's can, dripping. Can we get a tight shot on the headband here? Please. He's, he, Gardner's got a collection. He's opted to go for the Macho Man macho tonight. Man. Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. That's, that's nice. As long as you don't come off the top turnbuckle with a big elbow that's during right. the show, we'll be okay. Do you, right. you choose the headband for the occasion? Yeah, I guess, man. It's just kind of whatever mood you wake up in, and this is, this is definitely a mood right here. He's ready to rumble, apparently, tonight. <laughs> We've got football here. we got wrestling here, all kinds of stuff on this show. Everything's going on. Uh, Miles, give me a thought here on this week because this, is, right. a, this is an important week for this right. Jaguars team. You don't want to be 0-3 looking at 13 more games and, and trying to work from behind. Absolutely. You know, um, first and foremost, it's another conference game. Then everybody knows the history we've had with Tennessee. We struggle with them. So I think it's going to be a great, great challenge for us. Obviously, they're rolling. 
we got a chance to kind of get back on pace with this game. It's a quick week, and um, I'm, I'm truly excited. You know what I mean? I, I think we can definitely get this one done, and we'll just come together and make plays. Gardner, short week. Uh, the fact that you're on national TV, a Thursday night game, um, does that change anything as far as preparation for you, your mindset? Obviously, not as many practice days. What are you thinking about going into this one? Yeah, short week, so every, all your prep's condensed. So, you know, you got to really cram it in. Uh, but you also want to, you know, be where you can be relaxed and still go out and play ball. And I think that's uh, one thing we're working towards. To where we're we're going to be running our plays, the stuff we feel great about. We've ran a million times since camp, so we're going to be feeling good about it. You know, one thing that neither one of these guys has experienced before. Beating the Huskies? Mm. I didn't want to go. Again, <laughs> Mark, please. I'm just looking for a way to might get that in there. Might have to come off the top rank rope. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you beat the Huskies? I beat the Huskies. All right, fair enough. I'll show up (laughs) at Husky Stadium. Okay, rub it in. (laughs) I'm losing control rapidly of this thing. A home primetime game in Jacksonville. It's been four years. It's been a long Uh, time since that's been. I don't know how crazy it gets in Pullman. I suspect that at a night game in Pullman, Washington, they could probably get things fired up pretty good. There's going to be an atmosphere on Thursday night. What's it like as a quarterback when you play in that crazy atmosphere? Well, you love it, especially when you're at home. Yeah. You know, I feel like that gets your juices flowing. You get fired up, and that's, that's when you play your best ball when the lights are bright, you know. So that's going to be a lot of fun and ready to see, you know, the turnout we're going to have. Gardner, what uh, – excuse me. Going into this game, uh, obviously you've learned a lot in the, last, in the last two games. What are you thinking? What does Gardner Minshew need to improve upon what, as far as, you know, the next step, the next game in, in your development? Yeah, so first thing, I uh, had three fumbles this past game. That just can't happen. You know, got to hold on the ball, whatever that takes. Uh, so taking care of the ball is, you know, a huge thing. With as good as our defense is, you know, when we turn the ball over on the doorstep, that makes it really hard on them. So taking care of that, and then there's some little things, just getting more comfortable with our guys, you know, um, and just trying to progress week by week. Gardner Minshew. Uh, who has taken this city by storm. Two games, actually a game and three quarters. Had some very good plays, a close game yesterday. Uh, As I said earlier in the show, a player that is only going to get better. So, six months ago, I met you for the first time at the Combine. All right? right? Uh, It's safe to say a lot has happened since then. How have you been able to wrap your head around going from a guy that was hoping to get drafted, in all likelihood would be a late draft pick, maybe a free agent, you're starting for the Jacksonville Jaguars this Thursday night. What has all that meant to you? Yeah, man, for, I mean, God is good. God is good. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I know I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Um, I'm in a situation with a lot of great guys around me, and uh, I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. That's great. I, I can remember meeting you at the, at the Combine, and instantly I was impressed. Um, we've used the word moxie around here, confidence, swagger, whatever it is. Uh, but you clearly have it. You have a personality, a charisma about you that draws people to you. Has that always been Gardner Minshew or, you know, from, from a young kid or was that developed throughout your career? Tell us, tell us about how you are the way you are. Yeah, I think it's definitely one of those things, you know, part of it, you're absolutely born with it. But uh, I think I've had a unique kind of experience as far as going to four different colleges, taking the road I took you know, allowed me to grow in a lot of confidence about myself. And I think that when you're confident in yourself, it lets other people be confident in you as well. So when I was uh, a young quarterback here, I had some, some guys that were really good for me, kind of like big brothers. Dave Wydell, Keenan McCardell was real good for me. Tony, although he was a couple years younger, uh, was, was a go-to guy. Who are your go-to guys in the locker room that have kind of taken you under their wing and have really given you some good advice? Yeah, 100%. Nick, obviously, first off, yep. he's, I mean – First rate, awesome person, awesome person. Better, 
you know, even as good as he is at football, he's a better person. Uh, so he's been awesome to work with. And then once I step in the huddle, Brandon Lender, he's, he's been my right-hand guy. I'm making sure I feel comfortable and letting me know that he's conf uh, confident in me. And that just lets me go out and play. And it's, it's been a lot of fun. So what do you think of Jacksonville? I love Jacksonville. You know, I got family right down the road. Um, nice. It's a place I've been before. And, man, I, I love it and hope to grow here and grow in the community. Garner, what's been your biggest adjustment in the NFL? How is this game different? Are there, were there any surprises along the way now that you're here now, something that kind of caught you off guard, or has this been a pretty easy transition? I don't know. It's definitely not easy, but, uh, you know, it's a lot of work that has to go into it, and uh, you realize it's a job. It's not, you know, it, it's fun, but you're not playing for fun. You're, it's a job, so, you know, you got to put the time in, and um, it, it definitely pays off when you do. Is there a quarterback out there or somebody that you watched growing up that you model your game after? Some um, guys that have – made an impression on you that you try to kind of emulate out there in the field? Yeah, I'd say, uh, you know, first off, you got to be your own guy. But I think Breeze, obviously, you know, being a smaller guy and not, you know, kind of took similar paths, under-recruited a little bit, I feel like. Um, he's a guy I've always watched and I uh, love watching. I think at the end of the day, if you uh, look back in your careers as, a, as good as uh, Drew Breeze, <laughs> that, would, that would be pr pretty good. That would be all right. So let's go, let's go to, the, uh, to yesterday. Uh, you get in that fourth quarter. Obviously, the game's on the line. You've got – Really, you're kind of running out of time. You've got about three or four minutes left. Uh, what is Gardner Minshew's mindset, knowing that the team's counting on you, you've got to put them on your shoulders and go make plays? What are you thinking in those moments? Yeah, I mean, I think as a quarterback, you want to be the guy that guys look to when the game's on the line, you know. And uh, I think that's, that's something I kind of hang my hat on. And when those times get tough, you know, I think, you know, your game just steps up a little bit. And that's something, uh, you know, hopefully we can get into that a little bit earlier in the game. But um, that's, that's always fun in the fourth quarter. How have you been able to get this rapport with these receivers so quick? I mean, obviously you got a lot of time in, in preseason with them, with Nick not playing very much. But uh, the, the back shoulder throw you, you threw to Chris Conley was, like I said earlier, you, you just don't see that. I mean, how is it that you've been able to have so much success with this group that you haven't had a lot of time on task with? Yeah, haven't, haven't gotten a ton of reps. But, man, I've been watching, seeing what they'd like. Uh, you know, I hear the conversations they have with Nick. So I kind of understand what they're thinking on certain things. And then, I mean, they're really good. Like, they're easy to throw to, you know. So that, that makes my life pretty easy. What did you learn from yesterday? Oh, man. Got to protect the ball better. Got to hold on the ball. Um, and then we, get, we, got, we can't, can't get our own way. You know, penalties, turnovers, those things we can't do. Uh, if we don't stop ourselves, we can be really, really good. So you watched the tape today, I'm guessing. So how, how did the coaches coach you? Were they, were they firm on you? Were they, hey, good job, you know, we got to be better? How, how do you get coached? You know, with, with uh, John Filippo, Doug Marone, what are, what are things they're, they're telling you? I mean, it's tough, but it's fair. You know, they congratulate me on my good plays, pat me on the back, but on the bad plays, hey, we've got to fix that, and we're going to fix that. So that's exactly what I want. I want to be coached. I want to be coached hard uh, so I can be the best I can be for our team. Are you, you strike me as a coachable player, huh? Uh, yeah, I try to be. I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> there are moments, though? Yeah, no. Nah, hey, it's just like, you know, growing up and when Mama told you to do something, you, you better do it. So oh. it's kind of the same with Coach. We need more of that. <laughs> All right, Gardner, thank you for being here. I really appreciate, appreciate that. It, Mark. All right, hope you enjoyed a little bit of a different uh, setup here with the Mark Brunel Show uh, audio here on Teal the Podcast. We'll be back after the Jaguars Thursday night game with another installment of Teal the Podcast. Must win for the Jaguars. Once again, it is near impossible to make the playoffs when you start to win three. I think right now the playoffs aren't even in the conversation for the Jaguars. It's just about trying to calm the seas a little bit. Right now, very choppy waters for the Jags, to be sure. You can find Teal the Podcast under the Sports tab on newsforjags.com. Also love it if you would subscribe on 
Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play. And we'll have another installment after the Jaguars and Titans. Thanks so much for listening to Teal the Podcast. Have a great night.